Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Total Liverpool podcast. I'm Jake and I'm joined with Deej and Adam as we discuss Liverpool's thrilling 3-3 draw with Brentford. Lads, a chaotic game, I think, is a, is a way to describe it. I said yesterday on the live stream, it was almost a, a rough review Klopp's early years at Liverpool, Gunko going forward and Leaky at the back. And it, it certainly seemed like, Adam, what were your thoughts um, initially and you know, sort of after the game, after the, the chaos that was that? <laughs> um, it was just more disappointing than anything, I think, because there were, there were definitely moments, I think we, we touched on it slightly yesterday, I think overall Liverpool was was still, despite the the errors that we made and and being so poor defensively, we probably were still the better team and probably should have came away with three points. And there were definitely opportunities to mm. to kill the game and, and also to see the game out, which we we failed to do both. Um, so I think it's more rather than being angry, it was just more deflating, disappointing, and and slightly frustrated because, as you said, it was. It was uh, fairly similar to, to Klopp's early days and, and certainly some days under Brendan Rodgers as well, um, mm. you know, which you know, we, we were all hoping were completely behind us. And, and I know it, it's only one game. It's, it's, it's just an anomaly, but it, it didn't feel good <laughs> just uh, yeah. feeling like we were reliving those days. <clears throat> yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with you, mate. It, hopefully it's just a one-off Liverpool this season private game you know had only conceded one goal and and looked really good but on, you know on the positive i think that's five consecutive games where we've scored three goals so there is there is a good stat in there after after last season where we struggled to, to put any chances away and, and score one goal it's nice to see us you know go go five games scoring three deeds what were your thoughts uh post-match man uh, quite similar. I mean, it was definitely a game for the neutrals, wasn't it? And I think the, yeah. the big thing that let us down was uh, defensive mistakes. And uh, as I said in the live show yesterday, I don't think you can highlight any individual defender and say that they were the reason why the defence played poorly. 
The reason mm. the defence played poorly was because Brentford did a really bloody good job of getting them in a spin, sort of confusing them, throwing balls in mm. from everywhere, doing the unexpected. And, and credit to Brentford for that. But on another day, I mean, Liverpool have had this problem for pretty much the entirety of last season. And it seems like the beginning of this season as well is that we're just not clinical enough. Like if we'd have put away every every chance that you'd bet your nan would score in that mm. game, we'd have won 7-3. So it's yeah. like, why are we not finishing off the great chances that we've got? I mean, there's the example of uh, Jota being on his heels in the first half. There's that wonder save from Raya from, from Jota as well. There's Salah planting one on the top of the uh, on the top of the uh, netting, and there's uh, Bobby not getting his foot out in time and letting a defender sort of tap a ball into the waiting arms of Raya as well. Uh, again, great defence by by Brentford to to make those kind of things happen. But uh, if if every single one of those players who had those chances, so Jota, Bobby, and Salah were on the top of that game, those would have hit the back of the net, mm. and we'd, yeah. we'd have been seven three winners. I'd agree with you. I thought that the chance definitely was. Was one where you looked at and thought he's going to score this, and the way he sort of just—he almost tried to be too cute with it. In, in my eyes, he, he sort of had too much time. It's Salah, I think, is best when it when it sort of just comes at him and he can just just slot it away. I think he had too much time, thought too much about it, and you know, like hit the uh, the roof of the net instead of the back of the net. But that Raya save from Gotti was unreal. I thought Raya had a, had a had a really really good game. Um but we'll touch on him again a little bit later on. I'll talk about Curtis Jones. There's obviously a bit of criticism, unnecessary criticism before the start of the game. People saying that somehow Jones at twenty years old is not good enough to play even though you know he's played fifty for Liverpool. Adam, how did you think Curtis Jones yesterday? Um I I Thought he was really good, to be honest. I, to be fair, I thought both Jordan Henderson and Curtis Jones did a really, really good job yesterday. Yeah. Um, I, 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 you know, maybe just go that touch further. I think he, Curtis Jones was maybe just the best midfielder on the pitch. Um, you know, ju- just ahead of Henderson, in my opinion. Mm. Um, and look, I, we made we made the comparison yesterday to, and again, just to make it clear, I'm not not saying that Jones right now is as good as what Felipe Coutinho was for us, but. He's certainly that similar kind of player. Um, very tricky. Got the confidence to beat a player. Loves coming in, like cutting inside on his right foot and taking a shot. And it's for me, it's just he's one of those players that every time he's on the ball, you you almost expect something. Like he, yeah. he can produce something out of absolutely nothing. And and he did it yesterday. He, he got the ball, and and as I said on the live show. When he picked that ball up, I was I was saying like sort of mumbling to myself, I was like, "Go on, lad! Like, go on, lad!" Because I, you know, that he's capable of doing it, and and obviously, I, like, I know it took a deflection, but I think it was a superb shot from him anyway. Mm. Um, and and you could argue the keeper might have saved it, might not have done, but it is it's just the fact that he's got the confidence to try it and also the ability to to execute it as well. And and I, I think it's it's becoming he's. He's really pushing it now, I think, to, to the point of where we're, we're starting to think, well, I'm starting to think anyway, how many games should he actually be starting for Liverpool this season? Like, he really is really is pushing that uh, that starting eleven. I think. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Deej, anything more to add on Curtis Jones? Uh, not really, no. Like, I, I love the lad, but I, I wouldn't go as far to say as he was the best midfielder on the pitch yesterday. I would give that a claim to Henderson. I think Henderson was pretty much faultless yesterday. Uh, but I think Curtis Jones, like his... I'm yet to see his ceiling... I, as, as far as a young player goes, he is one of the best I've seen in a long, long time. So I'm excited to see where his career goes, and I hope it's with us the whole time. Yeah, no doubt it will be with him being a, a proper scouser as well. But uh, you never know. 
Like, there's talk about Trent going to Real in the summer, isn't there? Like, as if that's ever nah, going to happen. No chance. <laughs> I seen a, someone made a good point about Curtis Jones, and they said, you know, he was. If he was his age and in an X team, people would be a Dutch player. People would be screaming, you know, buying for fifty million quid. But I think, I think young, especially young Scouse players, get a bit of a uh, the short end of the stick with things. You know, if they don't do things correctly, everyone's calling for their heads, and it's, it's a bit unfair. Speaking of other young players, I thought, I thought Trent yesterday did the best, the best that he possibly could do with a bad situation. I thought Brentford targeted him the whole game not targeted him in the sense of you know beating him with wits and stuff but every time that ball came in from our left hand side from Robbo when he didn't cross coming in you know we've seen it for their last goal four or five players round Trent and you know you're never going to win those sorts of sorts of headers do you think think that was a a, obviously it obviously was a good move from Brentford but you know do you think it's something that other teams will look to exploit in the future I, I I think I'd go as far to say with with that goal. I mean, look, obviously, as you said, it goes without saying. It was a good attacking move from Brentford. I, I think they made a lot of those um, mm. and, and made it re- really hard work for us yesterday. I would actually put that goal more down to the fault of Matip and Virgil combined. Just not, mm. they just didn't really look like a centre back pairing. Yeah. Genuinely, for that goal, I think especially they looked like they'd never played together before. Um, completely left Trent on his own to mark three players in the box. Like, Ridiculous. To me, that it? was mental. And then they both tried to challenge for the same header uh, as the ball gets sort of knocked back in. And obviously both lose out and the ball goes in the back of the net. Um, for me, I, I, it might be a little harsh to say. Um, and I don't know if it's because it's the game still quite fresh, but I think Trent Alexander-Arnold's the only defender from yesterday that can walk away from that performance thinking, I did okay. I think mm. the rest of them was... It was very very poor Deej yeah so I, I, I sort of agree with the Virgin and Matip being more at fault for, for the goal than, uh, than Trent was but I think you've got to give the credit to Brentford I mean the way they overloaded the box on the attack I mean it, it was what like six players against four in our box six mm. Brentford players against four Liverpool players and what they did if they're delivering it in from that left hand side they'd overload that near post which would leave Trent on his own with one or two yeah was at the back and then when they flicked it in they migrate across but at that time Virgin Matip have already committed to the the overload at the front post that by the time the ball goes over to the back post Trent's there on his own with with maybe three or four people around him and uh, really smart play by Brentford and I think that's definitely something that uh, I said this on the live show yesterday that needs to get picked up in training and needs to get uh, sort of uh, sorted because I think in general uh, they send an overload to that front post Verge is big enough, he should be able to dominate the air there and get, get mm. that out. Uh, and then Matip can sort of stay more penalty spot and 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 try and help out whichever side gets a little bit more dangerous and then flip it if it's coming in from the other side. But, uh, I mean, one one stat that's interesting, we lost the aerial fight yesterday. Uh, yeah. As far as the aerial duels go, we won 47.9% of ours, mm. um, whereas Brentford won 52.1% of theirs. And uh, most of those aerial duels were in our box. Like they, they were flinging balls in from, from wide. They were playing long balls. When we were attacking, the majority of our chances came from direct play, not necessarily cross play. It was more across mm. the floor than it was coming in from the air. So I think the majority of those aerial duels were us defending and, and we came off worse uh, as far as the stats say. So uh, Brentford didn't, like watching the game live, didn't seem or look like a very physical team. 
But if they're out muscling Matip and Virgil van Dijk for aerial, aerial chances uh, while they're on the attack, Jesus, those guys must be pretty strong. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I thought that, that Tony and Wemo um, mm-hmm. and that they did really well. I thought Brentford, Brentford played pretty so You can't take that away. I think they've played a brilliant season as well, you know. I said to you yesterday that that first game against Arsenal, you know, it very easily could have been sort of an anomaly for them. The first game up in, in their new ground at the, in the Premier League and beating Arsenal. But they, I think they've been really good. And easily for me, they're going to stay safe this season after yesterday's performance. There's no chance to go down for me. I think on the on, on the flip side, though, and, and this is taking nothing away from Brentford because, because again, I, I've been singing their praises since the start, well, since before the start of the season. Mm. Um, and I do genuinely think they'll finish there or thereabouts mid-table. Um, you know, we, we've, we've broke down Brentford enough over the past couple of shows about their, uh, their tactical analysis. I, I don't really need to go into much detail about that anymore. But I just think on the flip side, for Liverpool... With the players we've got and the ambition that we have for the season ahead, we have to be holding these players in in higher regard. I don't mm. think we can just put it down to oh well, Brentford were really good, weren't they? Because yeah. I think we were. I think I think there there are moments where we sort of have to hold our hands up and say, Do you know what, we we just were pretty shit. Um, yeah. And I think we were yesterday. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd have to agree with you, mate. I thought I thought we were defensively, like you said earlier on. Virgin Matic didn't look like they played a game together season. And you know, the week before we were singing their praises about how good they've been all all season, and then this year the, this game looked, it looked atrocious. But lads, moving on to player ratings. Uh, each will start with you. Can you give me your ratings for the back five, please? Yeah. So uh, I'm going to give Ali a six. Sort of bang average game. Made zero saves throughout the game. Was beaten probably. Far too easily a couple of times for those. Like he, he could have done better with pretty much every shot he faced. Um, but I think the chaos in in the box was uh, was probably enough to sort of put him off. So mm. I, I don't think it's fair to give him any lower than a six because you can't really put him at fault for any of them. But uh, yeah, I think so. A six for Ali. Um, Trent, I'll, I'll probably go up and give him a seven, but that's more for his his uh, exploits going forward. I know there was there was no assist for Trent, was there? But uh, he's. Uh, he still he was still very creative and very positive in in the front in in the, the forward looking half. Uh, but then in the defensive half, uh, he wasn't bad. So I think he he deserves a seven. Uh, I think Matip and Verge again same reasons as Ali. They both get a six. I think they got the legs tied together a few times. Um, and I think Robbo. I think I'll give him a six and a half. He was fantastic going forward. Uh, made a few mistakes at the back, but uh, yeah, can't, can't sniff really too 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 much at Robbo's performance. Yeah, I can't. I can't really argue that. Uh, Adam, what are your ratings, mate? Uh, I in total agreement with Allison in a six. Um, as Deep said, he wasn't really at fault for any of the goals. There wasn't too much more he could have done. I think. I think if you're being overly critical, you can maybe say for the third goal, he he didn't mm. really need to come out um, and uh, and allow the space behind him to get the ball dinked over the top of him. Um, Robertson, I I actually thought Robertson had a really poor game. Um, obviously, Deed, you mentioned yesterday he, there was the the run he did to win the free kick, which I thought was excellent. Um, I thought aside from that, he he lost the ball a lot. Um, he got skinned a couple of times. Obviously, we could have ended up losing the game because he lost the ball stupidly right at the end, and and Virgil mm. obviously made up for the error. Um, I just I didn't think I didn't think he covered himself in glory yesterday. In, in my personal opinion, I'd I'd probably give Robertson a five and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he probably negatively affected the game more than he, he did positively. Um, so for that, I'd give him just below average. 
Um, <clears throat> I think Virgil and Matip, again, similar reasons as DJ, I give them both a six. Um, they didn't really look like they played together yet this season. Um, I, I, <laughs> quite a few costly mistakes. Again, just getting dominated in the air. Uh, Matip more so than Virgil, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I, I, it just, what wasn't really a standout performance many of the defenders. Um, but but then again, I, I think with Trent, I, I give him a seven as well. I, I match DJ on that one too. Just again, I, I think he was quite decent going forward. He created a few chances. Um, and again, I think defensively, he probably was actually the best out of the bunch as well. So yeah, I, I give him a solid seven. I, I think he did all right. Yeah, I, I couldn't argue with that. I think that's fair. Um, not the best best performance we've seen, but. Ultimately, not the worst. Deej, back to you. Your midfield three. What are your uh, player ratings for Fabinho, Edison, and Curtis Jones? Yeah, so I mean, Fabinho, uh, he was kind of out of the game for a lot of it because of the way Brentford were playing. They weren't playing through that channel that Fabinho covers. So we didn't see him doing really what he, he is brilliant at, which is just sucking in those balls and pinging them back forwards for us again. So I, I don't think I can give Fabinho any more than a six. There was nothing that he did that, that made me... Uh, sort of amazed during the game at all. Uh, Curtis Jones, though, uh, absolute amazing performance from him. Uh, I think the goal was absolutely cracking, so I think I've got to give him an eight. Um, I was sort of leaning seven and a half, but I've got to give him an eight. Uh, And I think Henderson gets an eight as well uh, for Mm. his his leadership, his positioning, his desire to try and give options to people, his his work rate. Got an assist as well, didn't he, Hendo? Yeah, like I said earlier in in the show, I I can't fault Henderson's performance at all. I think it was a proper captain's performance. Yeah, no, I I don't agree there. I thought Hendo Hendo was really good. Um, Lovely ball as well for for that Jota goal. Chris Jones, you know, scored a a screamer. And Fabinho, I thought, yeah, like you said, DG impact the game a lot because quite simply he wasn't anywhere near and you know that's no fault of his own you know holding his his sort of area which you know you could say potentially stopped Brentford from going there they knew he was going to do that Adam over to you now what your three three ratings um I I again similarly to DJ I'm going to give Fabinho a six and a half um Mm -hmm. again he, he was he was sort of very much in and out of the game um Brentford didn't really, I mean, again, as Deej touched upon, they, they didn't really play a style that really allowed Fabinho into the game. Mm. Um, I, I probably give him just that extra half a rating just because I thought the, the ball to Salah for his goal, I just thought I thought that was an incredible ball. Um, yeah. So I, I just give him that extra 0.5 for that alone. Um, I thought that was brilliant for him, especially in, in like, like I said, a game that he, he was struggling a little bit in because he was so sort of in and out of it. Um, I, I think to sort of get on the ball and, and produce a, a ball like that for a goal, a, a much important goal as well, um, was was really good from him. Um, and then I'm I'm in, in agreement I'm in agreement with Deej for the other two as well. I, I think I'm going to give both of them an eight. Um, as I said before, for me, I'd probably just just tip it to Jones in terms of being the best out of the bunch, but I don't think it was too much to give him any higher than Henderson in terms of a rating. Um, mm-hmm. For me, it was actually really good to see Henderson. Um, I, I think I referenced it yesterday, just whipping those diagonal balls across again, um, like a, a sort of across the face of the box. I, I think he's it was one of his best attributes in terms of um, how well he passes the ball. And we yeah. haven't really seen it too much recently anyway. Um, I, I, thought, I thought he was back to his, his sort of look, looking like his best yesterday. Um, 
and obviously you just said there the, the ball for Jota for that header. It was inch perfect. I think Jota had uh, two defenders around him, one just in front, one behind. The ball literally had to be inch perfect for Jota to win that header. Um, and, and it was. And it was, yeah, it was a brilliant performance from Henderson. Yeah, I couldn't agree. I, I thought Henderson, Henderson, what excellent. Moving on, Deej, to the front three of Mo Salah, Diego Jota and Sadio Mane. So we'll start with Jota because I've been a bit, uh, sort of a bit sort of on his case the past couple of games. He has been pretty poor. Uh, I think this this game was an improvement, but I still think there's there's space to improve further. Uh, I think he, I, I said this in the, in the live show after the game. He should have had a hat trick. Uh, mm. Like yes, you can make excuses for the two chances that he didn't convert. One was a wonder save by a keeper. The other one, he was caught on his heels. He should have been more more ready for a delivery. Uh, and he ended up just planting his feet in the box and not moving. And he would have had an easy tap in if he went for it. So I think there's still there's still space for Jota to uh, increase his form, but uh, I think I, I can't give him less than a seven with the goal that he scored. Uh, without that goal, obviously we'd have lost the game. So uh, I think we've got to give him a seven there. Uh, Salah, every time he had the ball, he looked like he was going to make something happen. Yeah, he made a few bad decisions when it came to trying to take some of his chances, but uh, he he also got his goal. Uh, so I think I'll probably give him a seven and a half. Um, and then Mane. He's always a terror to defenders, isn't he? He's, he, he was trying to create a lot on that left-hand side. He was doing a pretty good job combining with uh, Robbo and Jones at a few periods in the game. But again, nothing nothing magic out of Mane yesterday. So uh, I think he, he sits on a seven, the same as, as Jota as well for me, I think. Yeah, I thought um, I thought it was definitely an improved performance from Jota. It's nice to see him score. And I mentioned to you yesterday, I think he he, he never scored a header for them, but for Liverpool, he scored, scored five headers. So it's something that obviously... He's improved on, and he, he's definitely worked on. And I think it's twelve or thirteen goals in in twenty five games for Liverpool now. So you know he's averaging a goal every other game. So, you know if he keeps that up, I'll be very happy with that from from uh, Diego Jota. And Salah was just it was just Salah, wasn't he? he? Scored and bucket load, but but obviously got his goal, got his hundredth Premier League Liverpool hundredth uh, league goal. So he's the the fastest man to do that for Liverpool, Adam. Over to you, your player ratings for the front three, please. Uh, yeah, so starting with Jota, um, I mean, look, he, he, of course, he didn't set the world alight, but I think it was a much-needed performance from him, especially as Deed referenced. There, there are a few games now in a row, that I think I think looking at two or three games in a row now, where he'd been pretty woeful. Um, and I, I gave him some real kickers against, the, against Crystal Palace as well. I, I mm. thought he was terrible in that game. Um, and we spoke about it yesterday, the fact that we've got Porto and Manchester City, two really, really big games coming up in the next week. I think it yeah. was really important that that you sort of shook off those those poor performances. Um, and as I, as I said, he, look, he, he didn't set the world alight, but I, I thought he had a very decent game. Um, he looked all right in spells. He was played more of like a, a, a kind of Bobby role for me. He didn't look like an out-and-out striker. He, he was trying to create chances for, for the two wide men. Um, and mm. he seemed to do it pretty well as well. Um, obviously gets his goal. Um, for, for me overall, I think I'd, I'd probably give Jota I'm between a seven and a seven and a half. I think we didn't win the game, so I'm going to be harsh and go, go for a seven. Um, uh, Salah, on the other hand, I'd, Salah for me was... He was close to being man of the match. Um, I, I think I'd probably look at give him an, giving him an eight. Um, but I just think for that that chance that he squandered, I, I have to mm. drop it to a 7.5. Because for me, it's a, a player of Mo Salah's calibre in a chance like that 
he he's got to, to score, score, isn't it? Yeah, he's got and, to. And, and obviously, he, he scores that goal. He knows the game's killed off and we've won it. And that's that. And, and I think he tries to be too clever, too cute, and it inevitably costs us. Um, but aside from that miss, as Deej said, he did look like uh, so dangerous every time he got the ball. He looked like making something happen. And, and that was from minute one. I think, what mm. was it, two minutes into the game where he had the chance... Uh, that was off played the off line, the line, yeah, and and he was he was a constant threat throughout. Um, for me, it's just you know the, the the best players have to perform in those big moments, and and unfortunately, yesterday was one of those days where where he just squandered squandered his big opportunity to to kill the game off for us. Um, and Sadio Mane, I, th- I think likewise with with Jota, he, he was constantly trying to make things happen. Um, obviously, didn't really get his goal. I, I think he had a chance where the ball. The ball came in. He tried to knock it back to Jota. I actually think he probably should have should have tried to head that one in. Mm. Um, it was a really good angle for him to do so. Um, but he he was trying to make things happen, and and he did make a few things happen as well. I, I think he created two. I think it was two key chances Mane created. I do apologise. There's an aeroplane coming over my house right now. Um, <laughs> there's I think I think there's two key chances that that Sadio created yesterday. Um, you know, but it just. It, it was one of them. I, I, I think I don't think it, it really worked out for him. Um, but again, just because of the fact that he was a constant threat, I'd, I'd probably give him a seven, like Jota. No, that's fair enough. Fair enough scores from you, lads. Finally, onto onto Jurgen's rating. I think uh, you know. I don't know if you saw it. The, the funny moment between. Um, the Brentford manager and Jurgen, I think it was a, a bit of chaos, wasn't there? Oh, when he didn't score, and after one of the yeah. saves, and they both gave each other the look of like, "What the fucking hell's going on in this game?" This sort of thing. Um, but easier to come to you first. Your your Jurgen rating for to, yesterday's game? Yeah, so I think that was the Bobby chance that uh, the defender ended up tipping into the chest of, of Raya. I think that was the uh, that was the moment you were talking about there. The look between mm. Thomas Frank and Jurgen Klopp. Uh, but honestly, I, I can't really give Jurgen any more than a, a six and a half. I think his his initial lineup was was great, uh, but I think there's obviously a hole in tactical preparations uh, for this game. Uh, the subs again, subs were good. Uh, I don't think any of the subs that came on, I was uh, sort of sad with their performance or unhappy with their performance. But I, I just think there was obviously a tactical oversight somewhere to allow a squad that's significantly weaker than our squad plays mm. a similar sort of way to our squad um uh, it, it just seems like there was an oversight of, of something we could have done to keep that defense a little more organized throughout the game mm. uh, and i think a, a lot of the blame for that has to fall with the manager so i, I can't give up any more than a six and a half fair enough from deej you was critical of jürgen as a uh, deej Unfortunately, so yeah. Um, I, I think I'd probably give Klopp about the same in, in and around six and a half. Um, as Deej said, the, the the starting lineup was good. Um, even the subs were good. So so for that, I think he gets the extra points um, to take him up to a six and a half. But as Deej mentioned at the start of the show, there weren't. It wasn't like it was it was individual errors that cost us yesterday. It, it was more. The, the tactical setup, how how we set up against Brentford, um, and I think there were definitely times in the game as well, especially when we went three two up. We 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 could have, if we weren't going to kill the game off, we 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 could have made some changes there to to see them out, become a bit more resolute. We've got the players to do that, mm. um, 
you know, I, w- I wouldn't, I, I don't think many Liverpool fans would have complained much if if we saw somebody because look, I mean, throughout the game they were a constant. Brentford were a constant threat. We we knew we could see this. I don't think any Liverpool fan would have had any complaints to see somebody like a a Gomez or a Canate come in, throwing an extra centre back, and just really try and see that game out. Mm. Um, I thought it was almost. I could be wrong in saying this, but I, th- I think it was maybe almost an arrogance in that we we maybe overlooked Brentford, possibly thinking, you know, again, because they play a similar style to us and because our squad is significantly better, that the quality alone would take us through it. Um, yeah. And obviously it wasn't the case. Points there, lads. Um, finally, your man of the match for Liverpool and overall man of the match because uh, my man of the match was was actually a player. I'm going to give it to give it to the goalkeeper because I thought he was, he was phenomenal for Brentford and, and Liverpool. Man of the match would would either be Curtis Jones or Jordan Henderson. It's quite probably just edging towards Hendo just because of how how well he played throughout the game. You should come to you first. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty similar to you. Like my Liverpool man of the match is Hendo, but my overall man of the match, uh, I think I'm going to give it to him and Buemo. Uh, it was mm. close between him and, and Raya. Like Raya definitely saved their graces and kept them in the game. But I think without Buemo's work, they wouldn't have scored half the goals that they scored against us. He was he was terrifying, and I hope Klopp had his eyes open and what goes to sign him in January. <laughs> there we go, Adam. Who's your Liverpool and overall man of the match? Uh, again, very similar. Uh, Liverpool man of the match. I, I, I personally would give it to Curtis Jones. Um, just, just picking Jordan Henderson to it. Um, by you know, as I said, by not by much. Both got eights from me. Um, but my overall man of the match, it has to go to. It, it, it's Raya, isn't it? The Brentford yeah. goalkeeper. Yeah, I, I think it has to go to to him. I, yeah, without those saves, he made there was two, maybe three certain goals that we score there. If it wasn't for his heroics. Um, I think when a keeper has a day like that, I, I can't ignore it. Yeah, lads, I think I think that's pretty fair. I think a lot of those Brentford players covered themselves in good glory, and, and any one of them could have got could have got man of the match. But lads, that's all we have got time for this week. We'll be back Monday, I believe, with a auto preview. Obviously, Champions League is. Back and we'll be doing a preview show and then a review show after that. Everyone, thank you very much for listening and cheery. Bye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.